Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Magic Makers, on today's podcast, I had the amazing opportunity to speak with Miss Ashley Fillmore. And we talked all about testing. And, you know, many women are so confused as to what should they be getting for blood tests? Should they even be getting blood tests? And what tests really are going to tell you what you should be doing or or what's bullshit, what's not bullshit. And so, you know, Ashley and I really kind of stair-stepped our way through the myriad of tests that are out there, tests that are available. Um, you know, what are tests that are worthy to do? You know, what are tests that, you know, you can do on your own? What are tests that you have to work with a functional practitioner on? As well as what are tests that, you know, you should be a champion for for yourself, be an advocate for for yourself when you're talking to your general practitioner. You know, both Ashley and I, uh, as you hear in this conversation, we've learned that we've had to be in our own advocate. And that's one of the big things that I think many of you listening to this show always take away is that, you know, our healthcare system, you know, you're only given X amount of time with your uh, practitioners. And for many of them, you know, it's kind of, in a, they get into a rinse and repeat, you know, not their fault. It's just way, the way the system is set up. But what I always challenge my clients to do, what Ashley challenges her clients to do, and we're challenging those of you who do not work with us, be your own advocate. Gather the information, write down the stuff before you go in, write down your symptoms before you go in so that you, when you go into the doctor, your doctor is like not going to just blow you off. Like you're not like, well, I kind of feel like, no, you go and you're like, hey, I started feeling like this. This is what's been happening. This is how I've been tracking it. So that doctors are, are scientists, right? They are like, okay, I'm going to perk up. You've been tracking this for two to three months now. Okay. And you feel off. Great. All right. And if they still don't listen to you after you've, you know, shown your tracking, shown, you know, what you've been feeling, shown your concrete evidence to them, then guess what? It is time to find yourself another practitioner. But have a listen to today's show. I really think you'll get a lot out of it. Ashley is very informed about a variety of tests. And as always, you know, feel free to reach out to either one of us if you have further questions about testing and so forth. We are always here to help and support you. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Today's iTunes review of the week is brought to you by C. Hayes 77. I am so happy to have found this podcast. I look forward to listening to the new episode every week. I just finished the latest episode on lifting weights and loved it. I listened to it three times because it's so informative. I feel like I have a trainer in my ear when I listened and a friend to chat with along with the things I love, fitness. 
Oh, thank you so much, C. Hayes. That just fills my heart so full. So any else, anyone else has a review, please absolutely share it with me. I love this and I appreciate every single review that I get. It just melts my heart that I am sharing the information that is going to be helpful for you to make sure that health and fitness is easy for you. Oh, magic makers. I am really excited today. I have, uh, well, not only is she an amazing person, but she is a good friend. And I like when I find friends who we are very like-minded in our thinking and our, and our approach, but also has a separate area of expertise that I can bring on and showcase to you so that you can better understand what you should be doing, especially when it comes to testing. You know, I feel nowadays, like I can go on any social media platform and there's someone talking about this test for this and this test for that. And so I was like, you know what, let me bring someone who knows this stuff and can help you troubleshoot. Should you be getting all this test? Should you be spending all your money? What's worth it? What's not worth it? And so I want to welcome to the show, Miss Ashley Fillmore. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. And likewise, you're such an awesome lady. And I know we have so many things in common. So I'm very excited to be here today, talk with your audience, and hopefully drop some really good nuggets of information for them when it comes to testing, knowing what symptoms to look for, to determine if they need a test and how to go about navigating that. You're working hard in the gym, but you're not seeing any changes in your body. And it can be frustrating when you're putting in all the effort and not seeing any of the results. You may feel like you're doing something wrong. I have been there. Ladies, you've heard it before and you'll hear it time and time again. Nutrition is 80% of the battle when it comes to effective weight loss and fitness. One of the best ways to make sure you are building and keeping your muscle is to eat protein and supplement your diet with essential amino acids. When I look for a supplement, I'm looking for two things. One, something that will help me preserve muscle, and two, something that will give me a boost during my AM workouts. One of my favorite ways to supplement is Perform by Amino Acids Company. The Blue Raspberry is amazing. It's backed by science and 30 years of research from a former Harvard professor and clinical researcher. It builds endurance, increases your focus, concentration, and fights muscle breakdown, which us ladies over 40, we need all the help we can get. Want to give it a try? Cool. Check out the link in my show notes and you'll save 30% when you use code FGM for Fit Girl Magic or by visiting the link in my bio. It's amino, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash F-G-M. All right, give it a shot and let me know what you think. Perfect. So I think let's start like if we, I want to treat this like a pyramid. So let's just start at like the base of the pyramid. So most of us, this is a subtle hint, magic makers. Most of us go to the doctor at least once a year and they give us our baseline test, you know, just to make sure that we're alive. For many women, can they just get away with those baseline tests? You know, I would say women that fall in the category of feeling really good, And sure, you know, we're human. All of us are going to have nights that we don't sleep well, or we're stressed out because we have a lot going on with our jobs or in our personal lives. 
But generally, if you can reflect over your days, weeks, and months and say, you know, I feel really good. My energy's great. I'm able to do what I need to do throughout the day. My clothes fit comfortably. I'm at my healthy weight, which is going to be different for every single one of us. Overall, you know, everything else feels pretty good. My appetite's great. I'm able to nourish my body and fuel my activities with healthy whole foods. If you can check all of those boxes, I would say, sure, going in for your annual testings, you know, or routine exams is all you would need. And that would be, you know, just getting your blood work done. You know, if you're a woman over the age of 40, your mammogram, your OB appointment, those types of things are what I'm referring to. I think that if you check those boxes, just doing that would be acceptable. Yeah. I, and and, and I, I like that. So it's like, you know, here at the basic pyramid and I feel good, right? I'm, I'm pretty, I feel, you know, for the most part, pretty healthy. Now you, you mentioned kind of some other kind of symptoms um, that people might be experiencing. So if I'm experiencing a handful of those symptoms, what's the next level of tests that I may ask my doctor to run? Right. So let's say you aren't feeling well. And so, you know, that's a very broad term. And I think for I all of us, it's <laughs> going to look a little different, right? Like what's really feeling well? For example, my my version of feeling good could be someone else's version of not feeling so great. Right, exactly. Hopefully that's not the case, but it's very relative to the individual. I would say, you know, if you are a woman and regardless of your age, you know, I obviously help a lot of women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, but I would say sure, even if you're younger than 30 and if you are gaining weight, you don't feel healthy you are not sleeping well, if you're still menstruating, you're not having a regular cycle anymore, or they're absolutely miserable. Maybe your cycle's coming on a regular basis, but it's miserable. You feel horrible before and mm. during, you know, if your energy's off, if you can barely eat anything and you feel like you gain weight when you look at a, a food of food, then sure, if you can check off a lot of those boxes, I definitely think that that is a sign that you need to do um, a deeper investigation on what's going on. And a part of that investigation could potentially be testing. But I will say that instead of jumping right to hormonal testing and double checking your hormone levels or seeing if there's something going on, you can also start with a lot more basic things, just as looking at your diet, your lifestyle, working with a professional that is an expert in this category that can really help you navigate what you should and shouldn't be doing to ensure that you are doing everything right. And then definitely getting test ran can be an option, but you just want to make sure that you really are in a position to need the test and it's going to be a value to you. You know, I, I love everything you just said, because I feel that, you know, nowadays that before I used to have to go to a doctor in order for them to run particular tests. Now I feel like, you know, you can do, do a lot of things on your own, but you, you just hit the nail on the head. It's that I have to look, I can't, a, a test can't help me outrun my lifestyle. You know, so if I'm not sleeping, I'm not eating well, I'm not exercising, of course I might feel like crap. Right. Yes. 
Exactly. And so you could even go take a test. And to be honest with you, if your nutrition, your sleep, your stress management, your exercise isn't dialed in, then you're still going to struggle. And so you're just going to be more frustrated because now you've invested money. Most of the time, these tests, now some of them, which we can talk about here in a second, may be covered by your insurance, but some are not. Mm -hmm. So you're going to end up spending money out of pocket potentially and end up no farther ahead, which is very frustrating. So I think initially doing a full evaluation and having everything assessed, and then at that point, you can determine if you need testing and if so, what type of testing should you get done? And that should really be contingent on your symptoms, what you're feeling and what you are experiencing, because not all testing is the same. Right. Right. You know, and I, I love that because usually when a client comes to me and says, oh, Kim, should I have my hormones tested or my thyroid tested? My first step is, you know, give me six months of you being consistent with your sleep, your exercise and your food. And then we could talk about, do you still want those tests? Because maybe you feel better. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. And typically when you go to the doctors, especially as a woman in the United States and you get your blood panel taken they're going to check your TSH. So generally when you get your normal blood work done, that is going to be a part of your exam. Now, maybe some doctors don't test it, but most doctors are going to look at that just as a part of your routine checkup. You know, sure, you can do a deeper evaluation if that TSH comes back out of the um, you know normal range, or if you still are experiencing symptoms, even if it is within a normal range. So typically you're going to have that test done, but you're right. A big part of getting your health under control is starting with your lifestyle and your nutrition and then taking it to the next level if those things aren't helping you or if you're not seeing improvements then you can definitely say okay this is a great time for me to get you know a dutch test or should mm-hmm. i go to my doctor and have them check you know different um, hormone levels or have different things looked into because my body's not responding i agree with you i think starting off with the basics first building that foundation and then maybe midway through the 6 months or even at the end like you said, saying, okay, here is where we are. How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? This is your results so far, the progress you've made, and then be able to determine, is that something that you you need? The one thing I want to say though, before we go any farther is that if if deep inside internally, you truly feel like something is wrong Mm. And you feel like something is just not right. You don't feel like yourself. Um, Your energy is not just, hey, I'm really tired and need an extra cup or two of coffee, but just way off. I will never tell a client to hold off on getting medical care. I mean, sure, there is a base level of, hey, I'm gaining weight or I can't lose weight. I don't feel so great in my clothes. My energy is kind of off. And I just wish I felt better. Now that is different than I am really concerned. Something is just not right. So when it comes to that second choice, I'm just really concerned. Something is just not right. Or, you know, in deep inside, like something feels off, never push that aside. You have to always be your own health advocate. And at times that means going to the doctors, even if everything looks okay externally and saying, okay, something isn't right. I need you guys to take a deeper look. So I just want to throw that in there because I do get afraid at times 
there could be clients experiencing different symptoms and say, oh, this is probably nothing, right? Maybe I just need to work on my nutrition for a while and my workout program when, you know, maybe their symptoms, not knowing, obviously we're not talking to everyone listening in personally right now and saying, oh, it's not a big deal, but then it could be something. So one of the things I always tell my clients is this, what you're telling me right now, the symptoms you're you're sharing with me very much seems like based off of the nutrition, your exercise, your lifestyle, I see what you're eating. I see how you're moving. Honestly, a lot of these actions are leading to you feeling this way. And this is very normal. I truly do believe that, you know, starting off with the basics, cleaning up your nutrition, your workouts, your sleep, all of the things you just said to Kim is a great starting a great starting spot. But if I have someone that's really having some concerning symptoms that are really complaining of just a new level of low energy and not feeling well, I will always say go see your medical doctor because I'm not a medical doctor. And so that is kind of where I also draw my line is that deep down, if you do feel like something just isn't right, it's not going to hurt you, right? In my mind, you go to the doctors, everything checks out and you wasted an appointment, but at least you get peace of mind knowing that all is well. So actually it's really not a waste because you at least get to not have to worry about your health anymore. Yeah, no, I am in 100% agreement. You know, if it is you know, we all kind of know our bodies, right? And and how I started down my journey is that I knew my body, that I knew like something was off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And so that's what I, you know, what both Ashley and I are trying to say, it's like, yeah, you know your body better than I do. But if you're someone who's like, should I just get this test? Those are the people we're talking to right now. Exactly right. Or, hey, you know, I'm wanting to lose, you know, 15, 20 pounds. Should I just get my hormones tested? Or, hey, I'm following a lot of coaches online that specialize in hormonal health and I'm hearing them talk about Dutch testing and getting their hormones tested. Um, Should I do it just because it seems like that's what they're doing with their clients or it's what's working for that friend over here? And so definitely, I agree. I think that's really who we're speaking to. And like you said, you know, deep down when there's something off, I mean, to be honest with you, sure, I'll wake up sometimes or, you know, I just did a big move to a different state with two small children. And I will say for about six to eight months, things were very, very stressful as we were selling a house, buying a house and relocating. My stress was high. My sleep was off. My nutrition wasn't as dialed in. My training wasn't as dialed in. And to be honest, I really didn't feel like my best self. And so I could then self-assess and say, okay, I'm under a tremendous amount of stress. I know that I'm not eating well, as well as normal. I know that I have not been training as consistently. You know, my health and fitness goals have really had to be pushed on the back burner. And now I'm focusing in on my life, but this is okay. Like, I know this isn't the best me at the moment, but this is a season which we all experience Mm. them. As soon as things settle back down, I'm going to be able to dial things back in. So like you said, I think that there's that level of like, hey, things are off right now. And, you know, should I hang tight and just clean my diet up and work on all of the other important things? Or should I jump to the testing to see if there is something deeper going on? Yeah. And so, you know, as we kind of circle back to a couple of things that you said, I wanted to zero in on first, because like, I feel like one of the primary things that, you know, we've all heard about is my thyroid, right? Usually that's kind of like the first 
uh, test that kind of pops up in our head. And I remember that was what, for me, that was my first test. And I was like, you know, there's just something not right here. And I remember I, I like literally had to like beg my doctor and, and she only did it because I was literally like a mosquito about it um, to do a thyroid test. And at the time, you know, I was just on my journey about all of this stuff. And she only did a TSH test. And for those of you who do not want to spend your uh, podcast Googling, that is thyroid stimulating hormone. <laughs> and so she only did that test. And so from, you know, the things you work with, the tests you work with, does that really give you a good idea of what's going on if there is a hormonal level or should you really kind of like blow out and get the T3, T4 and the free testosterone? I'm sorry, free thyroid. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, you know, if you are experiencing a lot of the symptoms that would you know, equal you having hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism, then definitely asking, begging, whatever you need to do to ensure that you're getting the free T4 test, the T3 test, and just definitely taking a look even at reverse T3 and the thyroid antibodies. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can do to definitely take a deeper look to see what's going on, especially with your thyroid hormone, your thyroid is going to have a big impact on your metabolism. And your metabolism is really the powerhouse that is that is determining how your body utilizes the calories you consume, meaning storing those calories as body fat for later use or utilizing them for energy to help with muscle recovery, organ function, basic movement, all of those things. So if your thyroid is not functioning properly, then you're going to see other really nasty side effects, not just usually weight gain. Most women typically experience hypothyroidism, not hyper. So with hyper, you're typically losing a lot of weight and, you know, you have a really high heartbeat and um, your resting heart rate is really elevated is what I'm referring to. You're hot all the time. Your body's essentially an overdrive. And with hypo, your body is essentially an underdrive. It's like you're, you know, you just can't get out of, you know, the first year and you're sensitive to cold, you have dry skin, constipation, fatigue, depression, weight gain, just a sluggish metabolism. Everything is really slow. I would say for sure, if you are exhibiting those symptoms and you have a thyroid, a history of thyroid conditions running through your family, I would definitely say, okay, let's take a deeper look and they can do the full panel on you. Um, and some doctors don't want to do that, you know, and I agree with you. Sometimes, you know, you can, you can barely get them to even test the basics. I know for me, I had to say, look, this runs in my family. I need to know like for sure. So please include this in my testing. Yeah. No, and, um, yeah, I, I, I had to beg. So I, and I, I like that. So that's one piece is that, you know, looking at my thyroid and seeing what's, what's going on. Now, again, we talked about like, you know, there's a number of factors for weight gain, but one of the questions, and especially, you know, you and I are deal with a lot of women who are in that like pre-menopausal, perimenopausal, menopausal stage. So, you know, it's this amalgamation of potentially a shitstorm of things. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to hormonal testing, 
is there, you know, most people think of our main drivers as estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Those are the three that typically come to mind. Does it make sense for me to start to test those when I feel like I'm in that perimenopausal stage to help assess where I am? Or is it kind of really, it? it's more about symptoms versus hormones? Do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I think I understand what you're trying to say. And I think that you're right. You know, I also help a lot of women that's perimenopausal, menopausal, and there's a lot going on, Um, you know, a lot of different symptoms. And it is at times kind of confusing. What is this? Is this related to, you know, the sex hormones or is this related to cortisol or is this related to insulin resistance? Like there's many different things that you can question with a client. And so I think, you know, the number one thing I would say is, If you are doing all the things, not just by your definition, but you're also investing in an expert, someone guiding you, coaching you that understands hormones, metabolism, sustainable weight loss, fat loss, and you're still not making progress or you're working with your coach or nutritionist and they're saying, okay, we've really done all that we can do and you're still not making progress. I think pausing and if you haven't done your thyroid function test, you could start there. The next thing you could even do is get your sex hormones tested at your doctor's office. This can be a really great sign if your body's producing enough estrogen or progesterone. And this can also give you a little more insight if you are approaching perimenopause and perimenopause or even full-blown menopause pause, um, which generally speaking, you wouldn't have that period, you know, for 12 months, but also you can get some tests that will show that as well. But then there's several other tests you can do to determine really what's going on, like testing your adrenal health, your insulin and your glucose. And then you can even take a deeper look and go into like things like Dutch testing, which are not only going to look at your sex hormones, it's going to look at several other hormones. It's going to impact weight loss, fat loss, energy, sleep, sex drive, all of the other things that also matter as well. And so typically what I do with clients is we get started. If they have any previous testings, we'll usually look over those to kind of see what the previous history was. And then usually not if every single week we're, we're touching base, but Mm. I'll definitely say there's several planned, I guess you would call them midpoints or checkpoints, should I say, where we will stop and say, okay, you're four weeks in, how are you doing? Let's look at all of the data. Here's what I'm seeing. How are you feeling? We're eight weeks in, we're six weeks in, and it really does vary from client to client, depending on where they are. And I will say, if I hit a point with a client where I see that their compliancy is high, they've changed their nutrition, they're not drinking alcohol every single night or at all, they're exercising as I've prescribed, they're doubling down on sleep and steps and hydration and stress management, and things still are not progressing. At that point, that's where I will always say, okay, it's time for us to discuss other options. If you want to start off with your doctor, totally understand some of these tests will be covered under insurance, probably, especially with the symptoms you're having. You can talk to your doctor and start there. Some clients don't want to start there because to be honest, their doctor has poo-pooed on the fact that you know they're okay, even though they don't feel okay. I mean, how mm. many times have we been to the doctor and said, we don't feel right, but your doctor looks at you and says, you're just fine. Now, I want to say there's amazing doctors out there, and I'm so grateful for the medical 
community and the doctors that truly sacrifice so much time and energy into helping us be our best self and putting the work into their patients. But I do know, speaking from my own experience, there has been doctors I went to when I was dealing with severe adrenal fatigue, totally lost my cycle in my early 20s when I should have been having very consistent cycles. And they looked at me and said, everything is okay with you. Everything was not okay with me. And so some clients are in similar boats and their doctors are saying everything's okay. And so in those situations, you maybe want to explore a more holistic approach, a naturopathic doctor. And that's when you can go on to do things like, you know, Dutch testing or special testing through their companies to see, you know, maybe if there is something that your normal doctor is overlooking. Yeah, no, you're you're right cuz I, you know, I feel that I know I was kind of like you like if I if I could, if I could tell my 25-year-old self what I told my tell my 40-something year old self, I would be like, "Girlfriend, we need a new doctor." Because right. Because everything you just described, it was like I was not getting I was not getting my period or when I did get my period, it was like a murder scene or I was like doubled over with cramps that's not normal. Like there was something going on. And if I look back now, I was had severe hormonal imbalances, even in my twenties. And so had I known then what I know now, it would have been, hopefully I would be in a, I would have been in a different place than I was by the time I hit my forties. Um, so a lot of times, you know, I feel that yes, there was, there are amazing doctors out there, but I feel like a lot of us get kind of get, nervous to, to question, you know, you only get like 3.3 minutes with your doctor before they kick you out. So we kind of get nervous about, you know, if they tell us it's in our head or if they tell you, Ashley, you're just 40, like what is, you know, that's what 40 something people do, you know, for us to feel, don't feel intimidated by that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And, and I think that, you know, you, we all like, we kind of even said at first, right? Like there's going to be a time when you just know that something isn't exactly right. And, you know, your doctor, like you said, with the symptoms you were experiencing, everything wasn't okay. You know, that wasn't normal for you to go through that. Like my symptoms weren't normal either. And honestly, that just made things worse for me because so many years I went mm. on thinking that so it was in my mind, maybe something was wrong with me. And then the thing that really changed the game for me is when I did a Dutch test. And so with my background and expertise, this was something I learned about through my training with specializing in hormonal health as it pertains to sustainable weight loss and fat loss. I knew that this was an option, but again, I was relying on my doctor at the time and Dutch testing wasn't even something they knew about. And so when I did a Dutch test, that's when things really showed up for me. And suddenly all of the symptoms I was experiencing, the inability to sleep, the loss of my menstrual cycle, um, the severe cravings for sugar and carbs, losing my hair, feeling, being really sensitive to cold temperatures or getting really cold easily, being very sensitive to temperatures in general. When I started to list out all of my symptoms, like I checked all of the boxes. And when I got my test results back, things I can promise were not normal. But for me, that was really the start of my new beginning and being able to say, okay, I'm going to be able to get control of my health. And it felt great, honestly, because suddenly I'm realizing I'm not just crazy. There is actually something wrong. 
um, it's not normal to just not have a period or for your situation, you know, either not have one or have one that's like so heavy, you can barely function. Right. And so, you know, you've talked about this Dutch Dutch and it's a relatively new test, um, you know, compared to all the other tests that are available. But I know that I've done it through my functional doctor. Is this a test that I need to go specifically to a functional doctor? Can I um, get this through somebody else? Yeah, yeah. So that's a great question. I will say it really depends on where you're located and your doctor. Some doctors don't even know what a Dutch test is. I mean, truly, I've been to see certain doctors and told them that I did a Dutch test and that, you know, that's something I've really leaned into and I'm turning to to help rebalance my hormones and work through the adrenal fatigue and just the overall hormonal imbalances I was experiencing. And they didn't know what that was. Now, some doctors do, you know, some doctors, you know, took a took maybe a more holistic approach or are practicing more natural medicine and know what that is. I mean, you can always ask it's not going to hurt. But I would definitely say, depending on where you are, you can even Google and see what comes up on who offers that test. The beauty with the Dutch test is it's actually a test you're going to do at home in the comfort of your house. You just want to make sure you follow those instructions. And so you don't have to go through a medical doctor. Mm. I know there's a lot of, um, you know, virtual companies like mine and several others, I mean, truly, that offer more uh, in-depth testing, looking at hormones, uh, food sensitivity tests and things like that. And so you do this in the comfort of your home. The test is mailed to you. You go through certain steps for on specific days, and then you send that data back in. And then you're your coach, your doctor, whomever you're you're going to to get the test done will be able to read that Dutch test for you. And then from there, you can make some lifestyle changes, changes with your nutrition, changes with your supplementation to help you get in a better place. And then you can retest to see how things are improving in the future. But generally, you're going to see some of those symptoms improve as well. So you may not even need a retest. Like I have many clients that say, I feel so much better now. You know, I feel great. Maybe I'll want to check in again in another year, but for now I feel really good. Good. And so, um, so for those, so for those of you who are like, what the hell is this Dutch test? What does the Dutch test actually test? Yeah. So the Dutch test is a wonderful test. And the thing with the Dutch test is it's really going to, well, I think it's a wonderful test. It's a dried Mm -hmm. urine test and it is really comprehensive and takes a deeper look into your hormones, your sex hormones, your adrenaline, um, all all things related to your adrenal glands. So cortisol, it's going to take a look at that. It's going to take a look at more oxidative stress markers. There's There's a lot of different things. So it's actually not just your estrogen and your progesterone. It's going to take a look at cortisol. It's going to take a look at a lot of things, which is really important because honestly, I don't think we should isolate your hormones because they all work together. You know, not one, one hormone isn't over here doing one thing and it's not impacting everything else. I mean, really our bodies and everything is working together. And so it looks at everything. Now, as far as like getting your thyroid tested, I think going to your doctor and having them do a full panel. And again, if you are really concerned or experience a lot of the symptoms that we talked about earlier, you can, you know, beg, 
or scream or whatever you need to do to say, hey, can you take a deeper look and do a full panel on me? But when it comes to your sex hormones or, you know, you're worried about your adrenal health, your cortisol, your, your cortisol, for example, if you feel like you're really struggling with elevated cortisol or low cortisol, mm. which by the way, has a lot of symptoms too, that's a really great um, test to get you know, and it's going to take a deeper look at a lot of different things. And so I love that test. I do feel like it is very comprehensive and takes a deeper look into all of the hormones since everything really does work together. I think that test, even in combination with a basic blood panel, including the thyroid is really beneficial to helping determine what's going on. The one thing I want to add in is that I hadn't mentioned this yet. If you're going to get a full blood panel, I suggest that you do it fasted just so you mm. can have a really clear idea of what your fasting glucose is, your A1C, and also it's going to definitely impact things like your cholesterol. Perfect. So before we go there, I want to take a, a, a step back uh, about this test. So you mentioned that it was a dried urine test. And so most of us listening are probably like, wait a second, I usually have to go and someone sticks a needle in my arm and they take blood. What is the advantage or disadvantage, if you will, of taking it from my urine versus taking it from my blood? Yeah. So it's going to be able to give you a better analysis with specifically the way the Dutch test is getting assessed to take a, a look at your hormones over a 24 hour period. And so it's a more, I, in my opinion, everybody has a different opinion on this, a more effective way mm. to really take a look at your hormones. And it's not just that you're, you know, essentially peeing on a piece of paper and mailing it in, you are doing that, but you're doing it at certain times. And that's the thing with the Dutch test is it's going to tell you what day you need to take it up your cycle, what time period to not have caffeine before, um, you know, there's very, and if this is something that you wanted to do, you would speak with your, uh, prov you would speak with a provider or a doctor or your coach right, and right. go over all of this. So you're never going to be doing this with the blindfold on, you know, you're going to know what's going on and hopefully ask all, a lot of great questions and whomever you're working with is going to tell you exactly how this test work works. But for those of you listening in, you know, you take this test on certain days, you take it at specific times mm. and, you know, you, you actually have to follow those guidelines. Otherwise it's not going to be accurate data. Yeah. And so that really allows the lab to measure things in my opinion, in a more effective way than simply going to the doctors and just getting your blood drawn. Yeah, no, it, one of the things is when I did the, the test, other than, you know, not having caffeine all day, um, <laughs> was yeah. that I, li I liked that it it took it at different, you know, specific points throughout the day, just so that um, the provider could get a snapshot of how are you in the day? Like, what are you like when you first wake up in the morning? You know, what happens to you at lunchtime? You know, what happens to you later in the evening? So you kind of can understand, especially when, when the energy management portion, you can understand why some people might be wired and tired or why some people just like can't, you know, get the engines firing first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to even highlight with the way you take this test, it's going to show your hormones and how they fluctuate throughout the day, not just a moment in time. And so for example, if you're dealing with, you know, cortisol issues and 
you have, you're worried about high cortisol or low cortisol even, and you know, you're not sure if which one you have, the Dutch test will actually show you how your cortisol is fluctuating throughout the day. And keep in mind with all of us, we should have high cortisol at certain higher cortisol at certain times throughout the day, as just like we should have lower cortisol throughout the day. But when you have adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction, your cortisol curve is not normal anymore. It's either too low, too high, or always too high. And that is also why you're exhibiting very uncomfortable symptoms, like not sleeping through the night, feeling wired and tired, gaining inches in your midsection, you know, um, having irregular cycles, feeling like you're just gonna, you know, any little thing throws you over the edge. You ultimately need a caffeine drip to keep going throughout the day, (laughs) you know, and also with low cortisol, it can, you will have a lot of the same symptoms. You just can't get up and go. You feel really low energy, just, you know, it's just really hard to do what you need to do. And so a lot of times, you know, that test is great if you have those symptoms, because it's really going to show how your cortisol curve should look compared to what it actually looks like. Yeah, no. And, and I thought that was just, you know, pretty fascinating. Just, you know, the evolution your body goes through as your day um, chugs, uh, chugs along. So now you also talked about, which is another, you know, which is also having another moment is this whole concept about blood sugar, right? You know, there's so many people talking about blood sugar. And so you talked about, you know, when you do these, um, these blood tests to do it fasted, what is the benefit of doing it fasted versus having some food in your stomach? Yeah. So when you do your blood tests and specifically the getting your glucose tested, you know, really doing it fasted is key, uh, especially when you're just doing your, your normal annual blood panel. Cause you want to really see what is your fasted, you know, glucose levels looking like. You can also take your blood sugar throughout the day. I have a monitor at home. It's not something I use all the time, but there are times when I'm doing my own Dutch testing, or I'm just wanting to see how my body is responding to my nutrition. I will check my um, glucose to just take a look and, you know, I'll prick my finger, use my my test. And sure, it's not going to be the same as, as the fasting glucose in the mornings, it's going to be higher because typically I just ate a meal or, you know, I'm just ate a meal either immediately when I, after, and I'm taking it right after the meal, Mm -hmm. or maybe I even had a meal an hour or two later. Also things like caffeine stress throughout the day, those things can also raise your blood sugar. Yeah. And so, um, so then the other thing we, 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 we talked about as well, as you talked about the whole, um, lipid markers. So as far as like cholesterol, triglycerides, all of that, um, you know, is that something that I know that that's typically something you get in that base level test, but is that something that I should start to monitor, especially as I move into my perimenopausal menopausal, um, age? Definitely. I think it's something we should all monitor, even those of us that are, you know, under the age of 40 in our 30s and, you know, maybe not even perimenopause. You can definitely start monitoring it, taking a look at your HDL, your LDL. And, you know, really the goal is to try and get that good cholesterol as high as possible. And if you're investing in nutrition coaching or working with someone for your workouts, in person nutrition, whatever it may be for you, 
definitely paying attention to that. It can be really encouraging as well, because when you are cleaning up your diet, typically you're going to see things like your triglycerides improve. You're going to see your overall cholesterol improve. You're going to see your HDLs improve, your LDLs improve improve. And that can also be really great to see, you know, because if you're taking action, and I'd say all of the women in your community are, just like the women in my community are, I think it's wonderful to be able to say, wow, like, not only do I feel better, and am I losing weight or able to maintain my weight or build muscle mass, whatever your goal may be, it's really cool to be able to say, not only am I getting those benefits internally, my health is improving too. So this clean eating, this effort that I'm putting into all of these things are paying off in more than one way. Yeah. No, I, um, I like that. And so, you know, I know we threw a lot of different, um, tests at you, but I think the approach that Ashley has laid out is is, really comes from a place of start with symptoms first versus shoulds, and then build from there, you know, start with that base level blood test. Everyone should get a physical at least once a year just to make sure, you know, everything's everything. And then from there, build in what, how do you feel? Um, and there are, you know, several different tests. The other, well, well, it just popped into my head, so I'm going to go back. Now, one of the tests that I feel that I've, I've been seeing a lot um, promoted is the Everwell test. Yeah. No, I haven't really heard as much about that one. I will say with me, I've doubled down on Dutch testing Mm. and then at times definitely food sensitivity testing. As you know, you know, many people don't respond well to certain foods and there can be some very debilitating symptoms when you are dealing with a food intolerance or a full-blown allergy. I I, Maybe I've had someone mention it, but I haven't really done a lot of research on that myself. Okay. Um, but for those of you guys listening, there is a company out there called Everwell, and it pretty much you don't need a doctor to be able to take these tests. And it does do a food sensitivity and, and several other types of tests. And I'm just, for me, um, you know, and Ashley's the same way. I just need to do my research just to make sure, you know, is is this a company that's going to really give me the true results that I'm looking for, or just you know, give me what I want to think, give me something I think I want to read. Right. Actually, when you said that now, I have clients that have came to me saying that they have done programs or worked with companies where they've had testing done. Ultimately, they took a test, they download an app, maybe this is the same company and all of their results come through and there is a provider, but very distant not so much like we do with coaching and offers some suggestions on supplementation and different things that maybe they could do. Not sure if that's the same thing, but yes, there are definitely lots of different options like that. I think like you said, everybody doing their research and determining really what's best for them. But I would say personally, being able, and maybe this company offers that, but being able to work with a person and have a direct contact and have someone that can really troubleshoot and guide you through is very, very helpful when you're navigating all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, you know, I'm a type A plus plus personality and you think you can do it on your own, but here's the thing, right? I know that when I first started on my journey, um, you know, I was, I was taking a lot of supplements 
but I, but at the time I told my provider, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be taking a fistful of pills every day for the rest of my natural born life. And that was, I was very adamant about that. And so that was something we worked through that, you know, there are certain supplements I'm going to be on for the rest of my life because my body just doesn't create certain things, <clears throat> but there were supplements that I needed just to get me through and heal. And then I could drop them off. And so when I, when you work with someone, they can be more of a guide versus you clicking and scrolling and Googling. Plus I ain't got time for the clicking, scrolling and Googling. I just want someone to help me cut through the bullshit. Exactly. And honestly, one of the things I always tell my clients too, because sometimes I'll just have women be totally transparent with me and say, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm following you. I'm following this person. I'm following this coach and this coach and this person saying, do this. And you're saying, do that. And she's over here saying something else. And I don't know what to do. And I'm like, that's the problem. You really do now. please do your homework, do your work up front, determine who you want to work with, ask great questions, connect with them, all of those things. But I always tell my clients, you know, when you go all in with one approach or one Mm. company, it's really important to stick with that. And I say that from a, a caring and like loving place. And also as a consumer myself in my early twenties, when I was investing in experts, I mean, it gets really, really confusing. And honestly, you need to be able to trust the process and, and follow the protocol with whomever you're working with. And it does get really confusing when you are following, let's say 10 people that essentially all say they do the same thing. And if you're hearing contradicting things, you could get confused. I mean, if you aren't an expert, you may not know, well, what's BS and what's real. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I remember when I was doing fitness competitions and um, my coach at the time, she was like, you know, I'm going to tell you this. She's like, you're going to leave here. And some of you are going to listen to what I have to say. And then some of you are going to go home and you're going to Google and you're going to try to follow, you know, a little bit of something I said, a little bit of something, you know, this other person said, a little bit of something that and she's like, you're not going to get the same results. She's like, it's like getting three different cake mixes and trying to make, make the same cake. It's never going to come out the way you want it to be. And so it's like, you got to find your horse and ride that horse. Exactly. Right. You can't jump around or, you know, jump on another one as you're going, you know, 50 miles per hour or whatever. Like you do really have to double down. And that's why I think just being confident in your choices and what decision, what path you choose to take. I think at times when we are on the other side and we're not feeling our best and we have a lot of symptoms and maybe we're dabbling in different things, it can be really paralyzing and you don't know what to do next because you do feel like you're doing everything right. You know, I will say just really trying to step back and try a different approach, you know, get help and then go all in with whomever you get help with. Um, You know, I think just being able to focus in on that, you're going to do great versus being confused, not Mm. sure what to believe, doing what your coach says or your doctor, or, you know, these days, even you have a lot of access to great doctors online. They're sharing things daily on social media, just like all of us. But if you're following five of the same experts or doctors, you may get some information that's a little different from all of them. And when you're trying to do everything, nothing's going to work for you. Oh Oh my God. Like mic drop right there. Like (laughs) conversation over, do not pass go. If, if this episode, like technology, like blew up on us, 
those are the words I want to be preserved, like right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So that's something I always say to myself and my clients too. No, I, and I, that was just like, poo, like absolutely I nailed it right there. Nailed it right there. Um, Ashley, I have just really enjoyed this conversation. You know, I've, I love that from um, when I, uh, on a podcast, I love that I, when I learn stuff, right. Like I, I do these for, for the audience to learn stuff, but I'm like, Oh, hmm, look at that. I love when I've been able to take down some notes and I've been taking down some great notes and some great, you know, just advice, you know, just like some advice. Cause like, it's really easy for us to just like try to buy our way into fitness versus, you know, we got to do the fucking work as much as we don't want to. Right. That's so true. I mean, as we all, no one, no one can skip that part. We all have to do the work. And I think we need to normalize that so we can stop beating ourselves up and feeling like things aren't working for us because we're not doing, or we're not doing something right. When really the struggle is real for everyone. We all have a day one. We all have a day one and we all have to start somewhere and the work isn't easy and it's hard for all of us in our own ways. And I think just really normalizing like, Hey, it's okay to struggle. We all do, but guess what? You keep showing up, you keep taking action and you will get the result you want. Yeah, exactly. So actually every single time that someone comes on to show, I always ask them this question. What is the one thing that makes you feel magical? The thing that makes me feel magical is just really being able to make an impact Mm. to other women all around the world. And to be honest, first and foremost, my daughters, I have a five and a seven-year-old, both girls, and they watch me, they watch what I do, they copy me, they mimic anything I do, they want to do. And just being able to teach them from a very early age, Hey, you know, take care of your body, you know, move your body the right way, nourish your body. Don't starve your body. Not Mm -hmm. one size is perfect. Beauty, beautiful is all different sizes and shapes. You know, don't try and look like mom, look like you, whatever that's going to be is beautiful. And then helping women realize that, you know, they can really regain their health and you're never too old. You know, you're never too old to start. You're never too late. You can still live your best life. And that really does light me up. You know, it's funny because I was, I had just recorded another podcast yesterday and um, the woman I was speaking with, um, she was um, a fashion editor in like the the mid nineties. And we talked a lot about the different sizes and you know, what health was back then and diet culture and so forth. And so I think, you know, I'm, I, I you know, I want to fast forward 20 years from now when your daughters are in their twenties and see what their perception of health is compared to what our perception of health was when we were in our twenties. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. And just being able to impact and influence them is really cool. And so it's definitely something I think about every single day. 
And, you know, it's really amazing too, when, you know, you're, if you are in your forties or fifties or beyond that even, and, you know, your whole life, you've been told to diet and starve your body and do cardio all the time and never lift right. weights that, you know, things have changed and actually eating enough and lifting weights and not always pushing harder is really a great prescription for success. And so it's really cool to be able to teach that as well. Yeah. So I, you know, I just, you know, as I was talking about yesterday and you're talking, I'm like, you know, I just can't wait to see in like, you know, 20 plus years, this, you know, what our daughters are going to think about health and fitness versus what we were taught about health health and fitness. So it'll be a very interesting time. I agree. A very interesting and hopefully in a much better, more positive way for sure. But I've enjoyed all of this too. This has been such a fun conversation. And so, um, you know, where can people follow you on social or get in touch with you? Yeah. So I'm always hanging out on Instagram. Um, My username is Ashley underscore Fillmore and one. So it's Ashley underscore Fillmore one. I'm always hanging out there. Um, You know, I, I post often there. You can also find me on my podcast, Cheers to Your Success. I talk a lot about metabolism, hormones, exercise, you know, I really just go into all of it with a good dose of mom life and just mm-hmm. being totally transparent with where I am in my own journey. So those are the two best places to connect with me. Awesome. 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 Oh, again, thank you so much. We have some technical difficulties. We've worked through it, but thank you so much for joining me on the show this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Cool. All right, Magic Makers, make sure you follow her. She definitely has some great, like, like I, easy tips. It's not like, here's my 20 step morning routine. She's like, she's got kids. She ain't got time for that. So (laughs) definitely follow her and enjoy the rest of your day, ladies. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.